Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Ford. And I'm Chad Bokelman. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 73. Oh, yeah. So, tonight we have a, we're going to call it a short and sweet episode. This is the Gift Giver's Guide for the Green Lantern fan in your life. Ooh, fancy. Well, it's a it's a title that I just came up with just now. So, yeah, you know, it's that time of year again. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner. We have, I guess, less than a month now. You know, we have some listeners who maybe, you know, have another Green Lantern fan in their, their life. I, I know, actually, we have uh, some couples that, that do listen to the show. Rachel and John. Yes. You and Lauren. Yes. Uh, there, there are others. There are others. I didn't make up that, you know, that fact just uh, off the cuff. I know. I'm I'm just trying to prove you. I'm trying to prove your point here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in case maybe one of those, you know, people in the relationship don't know what they could be getting their partner, or if somebody just happened to download this podcast because someone they know likes Green Lantern and they want to get better, better accustomed to the character, this is the, the gift guide for those people. And also, if you're a Green Lantern fan yourself, maybe there's something on this list that you didn't know about, and you know now you either want to go out and get it yourself or ask for it from somebody for Christmas. True that. Now, to be fair and honest, both Chad and I came up with really nice lists filled with merchandise. Uh, we both lost those lists, so <laughs> we're going from memory today, but it should be fun. Well, we'll try and make it that way at least. Yeah, well, we'll see. It could it, this could be a horrendous failure, uh, and people will laugh at us because of our mistakes. That's all right. We're here for to provide entertainment. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I will go ahead and pick the the biggie off of my list. Well, one of the biggies, uh, the Green Lantern omnibus. So, for those of you who are not aware. They finally put out a Green Lantern omnibus, I think, within the last uh, week or so of recording this episode. And it is a whole bunch of pages, and it is $75. The reason this is significant is because it collects the first uh, the first appearance of Green Lantern, Silver Age Green Lantern, and the showcase uh, issues, and then the first 20 or so issues of the first series of Green Lantern. Uh, so that is awesome. And this is also, again, even more important because I have discovered through various, uh, comic change and whatnot uh, that apparently they are canceling the DC archive edition hardcovers. So they will not be putting out any more of those $50 full color hardcover editions for you to buy. So I would definitely get the, uh, Green Lantern omnibus. That's uh, that's definitely a good one. That's, hey, I actually I saw that in the store recently. Now, I'm I'm going to segue right into my my first thing, uh, which is kind of a um, like the the other side of the Green Lantern comic. If you want to spend seventy five dollars and get the the omnibus, it's it's beautiful. It will look nice on your bookshelf. Uh, you'll have everything in one spot. If you want to go with the the cheaper route or you know the um, you know thinner route, so that way it's more portable that you could just take with you anywhere. They have the DC Green Lantern Chronicles, which is like a, a chronological 
order of Green Lantern appearances from his first appearance, you know, into the, the main series. I think they've got maybe three out so far, and each one has about six or seven issues. They're about $14, $15 a piece, can be found in most comic book stores or borders. And uh, what's significant about this is that, like a few years ago, they started putting out the, the showcase editions, which were $15, and you got like, I don't know, 25 or so issues of a comic. It was a fantastic deal. The downside was that it was in black and white. And not in order. Yeah, true. Also not in order. And the problem with that is, okay, well, it's a great deal, but when you're dealing with a character who is based off of a color, to sell it in black and white, is it kind of it kind of takes away a, a huge chunk of the character. Like, you know, Hal Jordan's his one weakness is yellow. Well, if you're if you're reading it in black and white, you would never know what's yellow in the comic. This is true. So DC Chronicles, fifteen dollars a book. There's at least three out, and uh, that's your cheaper option as opposed to the the omnibus. All right. Uh, let's see. My uh, I guess I'm gonna pick. My other one is uh, gonna be the. Uh, this just came out not too long ago. This is the DC Universe Classic Green Lantern Corps five pack. Uh, I believe they're only in Walmart, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And they're about sixty bucks. It's this big box, and it's got uh, Guy in his regular costume, Guy Gardner, Hal in his regular costume, Tomar Ray, and then you got also got Sinestro in his Green Lantern costume, and John Stewart in his. I believe that's his mosaic uh, costume. I think so. Okay, and. Uh, I can't I can't remember what there was there was a certain problem. I think there was someone said something there was a problem with Sinestro or something, but uh as far as I could tell, just you know, looking at the pack just in the store, it looks really cool and I like it a lot. Yeah. So the uh when they were showing the like the the mock ups, the body of Sinestro looked like way more buff than it should be. Like too buff for his head, the size of his head. Uh, I think they fixed that. Okay, so it's supposed to be like a, a lanky Sinestro like he was old school time? Well, I, I don't know that he's like lanky, but they fixed the proportions so that it doesn't look like weird now. Okay. They should, you should still be able to find this five pack uh, in pretty much every uh, Walmart. The ones in my area in Austin, there's about three or four of them near where I live. And. Last I checked, they all had at least one. So if you can't find it, you should be they should be able to order it for you. And it's I believe it's sixty dollars. The the one that that I really like from that set is the the guy gardener. Yeah, you don't have a whole lot of action figures out with his uh, him in that costume, do you? At all? There's a few. I think there's one one. But it looks really crappy, right? Uh, it's well, no, it's an okay one. The the one from DC Direct from a few years ago. And then I think they're coming out with – oh, no, actually they came out with one for the the Green Lantern line not too long ago. Oh, okay. The the line they put out with uh, Parallax and right. all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, this is definitely – it's a great Guy Gardner. Hey, the Sinestro is okay. You know, they, they're always pushing that Sinestro in the Green Lantern costume and – it's never quite as cool as Sinestro in the yellow costumes. True. 
Hal Jordan with the white temples. That's that's kind of cool. John Stewart in his costume, and what was the other one? Tomar Ray. Yeah, Tomar Ray. Yeah, I mean he's a standby, you know, classic. So it's it's a good set. Uh, Sixty dollars is it's actually better. Tomar is actually going to be in the movie, so you know it might. You know, once the movie comes out, it might go up in value just because of that. People are crazy; they'll spend money on anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sixty dollars for it's five figures, right? Five figures, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad actually. That's like eleven dollars a figure. That's basically what you were paying for the DC Classic figures when, uh, you know, I guess like a couple of years ago when they were eleven dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah, especially lately I've been buying DC Direct stuff and they're all like 15 bucks anyways, so yeah. it seems like a good deal for me. Well, my my logistics was when DC Direct started making action figures, they were they started out to being $15. And the reasoning was always because, you know, they had the much smaller uh print runs of figures and they didn't have the resources that say Mattel or Hasbro had. So it costs a little more to make them, but they would also do like sculpts that you wouldn't get from a mass media, you know, mass market line. You know, the DC Direct ones, like the way that they set it up, it was always, yeah, yeah, it's steep, but it was worth it for the quality of figure that you were getting. And the DC Classics, when they were $10 or even $11, like I thought that was still a good deal because you were getting something that was, I would say a little more sturdy than the DC Direct and had a lot more playability than the DC Direct figures. Plus, you got like, you know, so many because it was a mass market line, you know, the you'd had such an array of characters. But when all of a sudden the the classics, you know, in Target they're $15. You know, if I have the choice between a classic and a DC Direct, I'm going to go with a DC Direct every time. Yeah. Okay, so I guess next up on my list, also playing off the DC Classics. Now, like I said, I'll go for a DC Classics every time, except with one figure. There was one figure that if I saw it for $15, I would have to own it. Hopefully I'll be able to find it for a little bit cheaper, but this one figure that I have to own, that I have to get my hands on... I'm waiting. Alan Scott. Ooh. Have you seen the Alan Scott figure from DC Classics? No, the only Alan Scott I fig- uh, figure I've seen recently is the one that comes with the two-pack. Okay. Th- that's the only one I've seen. And actually, I haven't even seen that pack in, in either of my local comic shops. I saw that that two-pack. The Alan Scott is is great. The Hal Jordan is not so much. It's, you know, the, the Hal Jordan that they use, the face sculpt is, uh, I forget which figure they use it from. I think it's the, maybe the Ed Benes Green Lantern sculpt. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's not from a Green Lantern line. It's from one of like the Justice League type lines. And like the paint job on it is gorgeous. They have like this dark green metallic uh, paint. So like the body of the, of the Hal Jordan is perfect. The face, the the metallic paint, like like the Blackest Night line, the the DC Direct Blackest Night line, like a uh, Atrocitus and Saint Walker, that metallic blue, metallic red color. I would say it's it's probably like a, a little bit darker than than any of the colors used in the Blackest Night line. Okay, but but it's, it's nice. 
and the Alan Scott is you know fantastic in that line too, and and there have been a number of really nice Alan Scott figures from DC Direct, but the one that that's coming from DC Classics is just like. It's so perfect. It's like such an iconic Alan Scott and his power battery. It's like this metallic, like it's, it's perfect. The figure is perfect. It's like, it's just, I don't mind spending the money for something that perfect. And they, they really nailed it on that one. DC direct classics also came out recently with the Sinestro Batman. Yeah. And I was able to pick that up. Kmart had a sale for the 75th anniversary of DC so that all the figures were $7.50. Oh, crap. Yeah. Uh, I posted it on the Facebook page in case, you know, anybody happened to look at that point uh, to let everybody know that you could have rushed out to your Kmart and picked up this Sinestro Corps Batman for $7.50. For $7.50, that figure is absolutely worth it. If you can get a DC Classics figure for less than $10, it's definitely worth it. But is that Sinestro Corps Batman worth it, let's say, regular price? For regular price? Uh... And well, let's, let, let's, let's negate your, your whole preference for DC Direct. I'm just talking about regular price, okay, that, the way it looks uh, and everything, is it worth it? For $15, I probably was going to buy it anyway, just for the novelty factor. It just looks too bulky to me when I see pictures of it. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a good figure. It's definitely a good figure. Um, like I said, I, I would buy it for the novelty factor. Like, I, I have my Green Lantern Batman. Oh, me too. And that figure, like, that's that's another perfect figure. The Sinestro Corps Batman is definitely not as good as that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like, several notches below it. But because of the novelty factor, it's just like, okay, I have to have that. The... The Blackest Night Batman figure that they came out with, with the uh, the Blackest Night line. That god-awful thing. Yeah, like, that one I did not need to have, because, well, first off, it's not Batman. And second of all, like, the costume was just like, I don't know, like Civil War Batman. It was pretty horrible. <laughs> but now they, they'll have a, a White Lantern Batman figure, I'm sure, coming out. I, I, th- I think I saw that at uh, New York Comic Con. See, that's, a, that's another question I had for you. Yeah. Have you just seen pictures of this Alan Scott Classics figure, or did you see it at, at New York Comic Con, like, in person? No, I actually have not seen it in person yet, but I've seen enough toy website and uh, review sites that have gotten, like, you know, a million pictures of this, of this thing, and, like, you know, I have to own it. It's just so cool looking. And if Jim says it's a good figure, folks, it's a good figure. He used to do a podcast about customizing figures. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the the one the one downside with the Mattel figures is that like the prototypes that they have pictures of, like the colors are are so Muted. perfect. No, like oh. when when they first showed pictures of the Alan Scott, like the colors on that prototype were like I don't know, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like when you see it in the store, it will be a little bit more muted. Only because like they can't reproduce those colors on a a mass market scale, but I mean you know it's those those pictures that they have are really cool looking. I guess to you segued off of mine, and now I'm about to segue off of yours. Uh, DC Universe Classics Wave One. Uh, they're doing this whole 
Green Lantern Classics line, and it's the the first wave will feature um, Kyle in the current costume he's wearing in in current continuity. There's going to be a Sinestro Corps Mongol. There's a Black Lantern Black Hand. There's a a Manhunter, a Black Lantern Amon Sur, and a Sinestro Corps member Low and Mash. And I believe that is just one figure, but they have interchangeable heads. Yes. And uh, this whole line, you know, Classics is known for doing, like, Collect and Connect figures. And the Collect and Connect figure for this particular wave is Arkillo. Sinestro Corps member Arkillo. And while I'm not too fond of Arkillo and I'm not going to get this whole line, personally, I'm just going to get Kyle and maybe Black Lantern and a monster. The concept of having a Green Lantern-specific classics line is really really cool uh later on i believe they're coming out with like rage kitty and um uh, a whole bunch of other uh red lantern blue lantern all kinds of stuff so wave one if it's not out now which i think it is uh then it will be coming out really soon so getting that whole line for your significant other or for yourself (laughs) would be a a big surprise a big uh you'll get a big hug thanks whatever it is you're looking for yeah yeah no i have to agree like the the these figures that i've seen so far are, are very cool looking i don't need to own all of them myself but that the mash figure that's like two figures in one I mean, like, yeah, how do you pass that up? How do you pass up the chance to get two figures in one shot? That's uh, that's a cool deal. Yeah. I don't need the Arkillo. The, now, the second series, which... Yes. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited. This is going to be out after Christmas. So this, I mean, unless you get somebody a gift certificate to Walmart or something like that, so they can buy these figures after Christmas... The second wave, the Build-A-Figure, is Stell. Oh my god, he looks so freaking cool. I mean, oh man, it's so awesome. It's like, that's another perfect figure. Uh, I, I I have not had the need to buy a Build-A-Figure, you know, or a, a whole wave of figures to buy to get a Build-A-Figure for quite a while. But, uh, I don't know, that's tempting. That is so tempting. And he's... He's painted, like, even metallic color, too. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's one of those things where because he's a robot, like, even though the scales are off between DC Direct and DC Classics, like, he'll fit perfectly in your collection because who knows how big Stell actually is in in reality. Oh, man. It's such an awesome figure. And that's the wave that has uh, Dexter the Rage Cat uh, which is part of a three-pack of minifigures. Yeah, it'll have uh, Dexter, uh, I don't know how you say his name, Bugged. He's he's like Chip, but the oh, predecessor Br- of Chip. Budge. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And Despotalus or whatever? Despotalus. There you go, that's how you say it. Okay, I, I couldn't remember if Despotalus was in it. Despotalus is the virus, the Yellow Lantern virus, yeah. and Budge is the, the Green Lantern chipmunk that took over for Chip. Yeah, and there's a couple, there's two Red Lanterns, one really creepy looking one, and the other one looks like a a cow skull. Uh, and then there's also Green Lantern Metaphil, the tree guy, and then the, oh god, I can't remember his name. The other one is the, the fish looking guy with a bowl over his head. 
Well, those two are interchangeable also, I think, right? I don't know. I don't remember reading about that. Uh, and one of the, the, the Red Lanterns is uh, actually a, a character created by the Four Horsemen who sculpt the DC Classic figures. And, oh, there's also a figure, they're doing a promo figure for the, from the Green Lantern movie. Oh. As part of that line. That's cool. Yeah, those those figures are awesome. Um, I almost feel like we didn't talk about Stell enough. He's yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta we gotta keep it to stuff that they actually can get for Christmas. So I guess playing off of of that, I'll uh, I'll segue into the DC Directs Blackest Night. It's uh, I think this might be the last two waves of the Blackest Night series. No. Yeah, it comes out this month, or it should be out this month. Whether there are any delays, I don't know. But the the last two waves are going to include a brand new version based on the of uh, Ivan Reese, uh, Hal Jordan, Blue Lantern, Barry Allen. You're going to have the Star Sapphire Wonder Woman, a Black Lantern Hawk Girl, a Black Lantern Superman, a huge Arkillo Yellow Lantern, Red Lantern Mera, who comes with Rage Cat, and a Black Lantern Terra, who comes with Scar. Now, these are all DC Direct figures. They're roughly $15 a piece. You can get them at your local comic book shop. I'm sure Arkillo will be more. Yeah, usually Arkillo is like a little bit more, but it's only like, you know, it's less than $5. And when you consider the size of him, he, like, this Arkillo is going to tower over the Build-A-Figure from the DC Classics line. Oh, absolutely. I think this one, this is the figure that has the tongue cut out and around his neck. Yeah. Yeah, This so that's that's cool. Whereas the DC Classics version is the, the fully tongued version. <laughs> <laughs> that's dirty. I mean, for me personally, now... I don't. I don't need all these figures. I haven't been buying all the Blackest Night figures, just the ones that I really want. And so, you know, I I may get Hal. I still have the the Hal from the Green Lantern series, which which was really really great. But um, there's the Green Lantern Hal. There's definitely definitely got to get Blue Lantern Barry Allen. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I I really want the, the Star Sapphire Wonder Woman. Now, that was a great costume, so I definitely want the figure. I don't need the Black Lanterns. I haven't been collecting them. And I definitely want Red Lantern Mera. Arkillo, depending on how much I see him for, that that may be something I go for. But again, like since he's going to be so big, I don't even know where I would put him. Yeah. Yeah, no, those, those are definitely going to be figures to look out for. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm so sad that they're stopping this Blackest Night line, not only because there's so many other, like, unique costume designs and stuff they could come out with. But the way I have my Blackest Night figures set up is they're all above my headboard in the Roy G. Biv fashion. Yeah. And I've got Atrocitus, Larflees, and then a space for Sinestro. Yeah. And then Hal, St. Walker, Indigo, and Carol. And they're not making a Sinestro. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with that space. <laughs> now... They created a Sinestro figure for the Green Lantern wave, and and that Sinestro, it's Yellow Lantern, you know, he's got his full-on Sinestro core outfit, and he came with, like, a miniature Despotelis, and that figure is 
absolutely stunning looking. And it's also going for quite a quite a few dollars on eBay now because yeah. everybody is trying to complete their, you know, their whole rainbow, the new guardians. And uh yeah, you know, like somebody had suggested to DC Direct like why don't you re-release that figure in the Blackest Night packaging? And, like, they thought it was a good idea. I mean, whether or not we'll actually see it, whether or not they'll go back and make more Blackest Night figures down the road. Please. Yeah, I don't think that they've completely ruled it out, but I think it's unlikely. See, I, I'm definitely getting Hal, just so I can... Because I don't have a Hal. Besides, I have the uh, the DC Universe Classics Hal, because I thought that looked particularly cool. Which which uh which paint job? Um, it's I don't know. It's just a just regular Green Lantern style. He's got a li- almost like a lime. I don't know why he has a lime green battery, but whatever. Uh, it's the the world's greatest superheroes line. I don't know what wave it is. Oh well, but... the Green Lantern um is part of the classics wave. Well, the the special classics wave. So that he's like the greatest hits. Yeah. And what what happened was they went back and if you get that Green Lantern figure, the Hal Jordan from like Target or, you know, a bunch of other stores, it's regular Green Lantern. But I think if you get it at Toys R Us, you can get it with the metallic green paint job. No, he doesn't have the metallic green. Okay. Because, yeah, that's that's actually a pretty cool paint job, too. But, uh, yeah, definitely getting Hal and I'm I'm debating about getting Mara. I'm not sure if I want to or not yet. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you're going to get... Well, I was going to say that's the only way you'll get Rage Cat, but actually, if you get the DC Classics figure... That's true. But, I mean, you know, two two Rage Cats can't be a bad thing. Well, I definitely don't want the uh, the brightest day, Mara, but I'm not too sure if I can com- completely pass up a Red Lantern Mara. Mm. Uh, I guess kind of on the line of figures... Um, I'll be mentioning something about this later on in the Lark Please report, but the DC Comics Superhero Collection, this is the, the collection that has the those various figures cast in lead and hand-painted. Oh. They're about 14 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So far, all the Green Lantern-related stuff, since this is Lantern cast, they've got Hal, Alan Scott, Jon Stewart, Guy Gardner, uh, Sinestro in his Sinestro Corps outfit, and... On the way is Kilowog, and there are two other figures on the way. I don't know if I should say it now or wait till the Larflees report, because this is freaking awesome. you got to say it now. All right. Well, I'll have to take it out of the Larflees report, but folks, check this out. They're doing all kinds of Blackest Night-related stuff. Well, they're doing a Blackest Night line of these little lead figures, and the first two up are Larflees and St. Walker. Oh my god. It is freaking awesome. Not only do these figures, are they just like, they're really cool little collectibles, but they each figure comes with like a big little, uh, not big little, uh, a big <laughs> magazine that details uh, chronological order the, the high points of that character's history. It is freaking cool. You're going to have a Larflees and St. Walker. I cannot be more excited. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's going to be like a whole separate line. I don't know if it's a whole separate line, but it definitely specifically says Blackest Night. So I'm not sure. I'll, I'd have to look at the uh, 
the the image again in previews, but I'm fairly certain that it's just part of the regular line. I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't quote me on that. But uh, yeah, it's 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 really. I saw it in when I was flipping through previews, and uh, I flip shit. I made a noise in the comic shop, <laughs> and everyone looked at me. So, oh, okay. The I'm looking at it now, and the little magazine has a header that says Blackest Night. Okay, so maybe it's like a subset kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. So definitely, definitely, definitely pick those up. But like I said, they've already got like four or five figures out Green Lantern related. Um, I was going to throw Cyborg Superman in there, but I believe he's just regular Cyborg Superman and not Sinestro core member. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I guess playing off the lead figures, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll segue into something that I believe is coming out this month. And that would be the, oh, damn, what was it? Okay, well, I don't even remember the name of it now. Okay, it's the Green Lantern statue that has, like, the bottom half of him, like, pure energy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, crap. I mentioned it in, in the November Larflees report that y'all haven't played yet. <laughs> oh, crap. Um, well, it's... It's a statue of Green Lantern. It's got, like, his, from his torso up, like, bursting out of, like, green energy, you know, fists raised high. And it's almost like he's flying, you know, so fast that it, the lower half of him is just, like, leaving, like, a trail of green energy. Okay, I got it. Okay. DC Dynamics. That's it. Okay. They've done they've done a few of these figures already as far with uh, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I don't know Superman. if they've all come out yet. Superman, yeah. Batman. They've done a Batman. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah, he's out. Batman in October. Oh, that's weird. That seems like an odd one. He looks like he's coming out of fire, though. It's kind of creepy looking. Well, I mean, not all of them are amazing, but the green, like the Wonder Woman, is amazing, and the Green Lantern is equally as amazing. I mean, Aquaman looks kind of cool. As as far as Green Lantern statues go, this is a very very cool one. So, and I mean, I'll throw this one out there too, just to kind of save a little bit of time. If you don't want to go for like the full statue route, they have the Heroes of the DCU Green Lantern Heroes bust. Uh, it's Hal Jordan again. It's his torso, like you know, got his uh, his fist straight up. Like, he's flying out of the, the base. It's, like, got green energy, like, you know, protruding from the base. It's a cool-looking bust. You're basically looking at around $45 for that. I think the dynamic statue is, like, 200 or so. 195 Yeah. And I mentioned it in the, like I said, the Larflees report that we haven't played yet. But they, just so you know, so you're aware, instead of just the Green Lantern, they're also doing a Sinestro. Oh, wow. And I got to say, it looks a whole lot cooler than the Green Lantern one. Really? Yeah, it's instead of like the, the energy like just shooting straight up, right? it's almost kind of swirling around him. Huh. And he's got like this really angry look on his face. It's just, it's really, really cool. That's awesome. 
I, I wouldn't pay 200 bucks for the Green Lantern one. I mean, I might if I had the money, but I would be willing to save up to get this Sinestro one. <laughs> it is awesome. There's no way that I could own the Sinestro without owning the Green Lantern, though. My turn? Yep, your turn. Okay. I'm not into this personally, but I know that there are a lot of people who are into the Hero Clicks game. Oh. And right now, like, just with everything else, uh, since the movie's coming out and Blackest Night and Brightest Day and all this stuff, they have a whole lot of Green Lantern-based Hero Clicks figures. Uh, they've got the Blackest Night theme set. I believe there's uh, the deputized members are, yep. are a set. Uh, there's also a couple of Brightest Day uh, theme packs out. And I believe there's even Green Lantern stuff that's come out in the past. So if you've got a gamer, uh, like a not a video game, but a, a board game player, they like to play Hero Clicks, or you think they might be interested in it, you know, go pick them up a board and find these figures, and you know they can have a nice little Green Lantern theme Hero Clicks set. Yeah, they they've actually been getting like so much better with that. It's it's pretty incredible. I remember when they first started, you know, like those things, you know, they would vaguely resemble what they were supposed to. But now it's like, you know, the paint jobs, the sculpts, everything has gotten so much tighter. It's just so they're very cool. I like like you, I'm not I don't really play the game. I used to customize uh, Hero Clicks. That's got to be incredibly hard. How <laughs> it was it's very challenging, but it's a lot of fun. But uh yeah, I nowadays there's not even any point to customizing because they make Hero Clicks for absolutely everybody. So, okay. Now uh, let's uh, let's switch gears a little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop in the middle of the list. <laughs> well, I, I know we've been like uh, you know segueing from one item to the next to the next to the next. I'm gonna go for some Green Lantern apparel, and uh, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna lump a few things in here to try and cut down on a little bit of time. Well, first off, you have Green Lantern hats. Unfortunately, you can't own the greatest hat, which is the one that Jeff Johns owns. But <laughs> there are a number of other really cool Green Lantern hats. Uh, these can be had from, you know, you can go on Amazon.com. You can go to Spencer's Gifts. They have a number of cool-looking hats. I think uh, Hot Topic probably also has a few. But uh, baseball caps, they've got knit caps. There's... Uh, a few different designs on each, you know, for each different types of uh, hat. If you're looking for, you know, a, a simple way to show off your Green Lantern fandom, then uh, getting a nice little hat like this is is a cool way to do it. And I'll I'll just say this to cut down on the Larfleys report: the there are three new hats out, um, or will, that will be coming out. Ones of a black hat with a, a a green Green Lantern symbol on the front and a green bill. The other is a completely black hat with a green outline of the Green Lantern symbol. And I'm not sure what cover this is from, but you know the uh, the little pop out things that Taco Bell was giving away. Yes, that Green Lantern. I don't remember where he's from, but he is on a hat on the, the front of a hat and the rest of the hat is green. And there's like a little embroidered green lantern symbol in the left corner of the hat, the bottom left corner of the hat. Cool. Uh, that one is actually $35, <laughs> but there are three new green lantern hats out or on their way out. So that's cool. I, I got to check those out. But, uh, aside from hats, you also have 
they actually have Green Lantern gloves. What? Yeah, they're they're fingerless gloves. So I mean, you know, their their usefulness is somewhat questionable. But uh, again, these can be had at I believe Hot Topic or Amazon.com. They're black gloves, and they have the Green Lantern symbol on the the back of the hand. You know, something simple, but uh, it, it's interesting. It's it's funny that they have these. And then uh, another thing that like I, I've had my eye on for for quite a while. If I find like you know the perfect one, I would I would buy it. But um, Green Lantern belt buckles. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like you have to have a like the 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 custom belts that can take a a belt buckle. Um, but uh, you get one of those, you get one of these belt buckles. That's that's pretty cool. You know, it's not for it's not for use to go everywhere. I would say. Um, but, uh, but if you're rocking a, a Green Lantern belt buckle when you hit up the cons, that's, uh, that's definitely something cool. To hell it's not, man. I wore mine to a wedding once. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, my buddy, Eric, he's got the, uh, he's got like a Transformers belt buckle and like, it's cool because the, the symbol can like turn so that he can actually be displaying the Autobots or Decepticons depending on what he's in the mood for. That's awesome. Yeah, that, but uh, like stuff like that, like belt buckles, that that's that's cool. Again, they have different styles. You can get them at uh, Hot Topic. You can get them at Spencer's. You can get them off. There's tons and tons of websites just do a search for Green Lantern belt buckles. All right, my turn. Yep. Well, like you, I'm gonna lump a couple of things in there. Um, this is my custom list here. Uh, I got three choices and. First off, I want to give a shout out to Kristoff, the guy that's doing the uh, the ring for the the ring contest. Yes. Uh, just so y'all know, he does not just limit himself to this this contest. You can buy a ring from him. I don't know how to get in contact with him, Jim. Um, you you got all that information? Um, I believe. Yeah. Well, you can just do a search on Facebook. On on Facebook, he's known as Kristoff. Bat Jeepster hollers. So I guess if you just do a search for Bat Jeepster, that's Bat as in Batman, Jeep as in a Jeep that you drive in, and stir added to the end. Yeah, he does a lot, a lot of custom rings. Uh, uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head if if he'll take an order and then do it custom after that, but I, but uh, I believe he's already got a lot of product that's already been made. Uh, for instance, I, I think, Jim, you mentioned it last episode of the episode before. There's a life-size Kilowog ring. Yes. Which is oh. really, really cool. Yeah. It's it's a little pricey. Um, yeah. You know, because he's got to pay for, like, a ton of resin. But it's it's beautiful. Yeah, Kristoff, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely second that. He does amazing work. Dan has gotten a ring from him. I, there's, there's a bunch of things that he makes that I would love to get. He made... A red lantern ring based off of the Guy Gardner design when Guy Gardner had a red lantern ring. Cool. Sick. It's sick looking. Uh, but he's he's got so many different designs. You can just shoot him an email. He'll give you a link to like all of his different designs. He he makes the he makes Green Lantern rings and different color lantern rings with lights that are like so much brighter than the ones from the DC Direct set. 
Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was about to about to say. That that's a definite selling point. If you're gonna pay more for a ring, these are. I believe every single ring he makes is resin. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So the the ones that DC puts out are plastic, and the light is not as bright. These are custom made resin rings that are so much brighter than the ones that DC puts out. Yeah. Now again. You're going to have to pay a little more, but you're paying for absolute quality. And the other cool thing is that the rings that Kristoff that makes are made to your size. So as opposed to the DC Direct where, you know, one size fits all, like these one size fits you. You know, it's not it doesn't have that open back. It's like, you know, you're getting a perfect fit ring. Well, except so. for the Kilowog ring. Well, I mean, it would be perfect fit if you were Kilowog. But just just think, folks, if you bought the Kilowog ring and you came to the gathering in New York City when we went to go see the movie and everyone held up their little light-up rings, you know, and recited the oath, imagine sticking up a life-size Kilowog ring. <laughs> yeah. It would be oh. awesome. Okay, uh, next up on the little custom segment, sketches. Uh, you can... I want to say the best way to do it would be to go on the comicforums.com and uh, look on the CGS, uh, the CGS tab and, and find it through there. There are a number of different artists that'll, that'll do a sketch for you. Um, if you know someone who likes a particular character, you can, you know, request that particular character, you know, make sure you ask for prices and, you know, do a little research on their style. See if that's something you're, the person you're buying for would like, or for you would like, um, you could come up with a unique idea. For instance, uh, I like, you know, venom, uh, but I also like blackest night. So a red lantern venom, you know, that's, that's something that, uh, Jim and them picked up for me at super show last time. So unique ideas are, are something that if, if I'm not mistaken, most uh, artists are, more likely to pick as something that they would be excited to do. Yeah, well, that's, to, to, to my experience, if you give an artist, like, a challenge or something that, you know, nobody's ever asked for, you know, I'll, unless you're asking for, like, okay, I want a clown car with a thousand superheroes, you know, jumping out of it, and I want you to draw all thousand superheroes, and I only want to pay you $10. You know, like... Like, then, obviously, you're going to be like, um, okay, well, you should probably ask somebody else. But, uh, you know, like, as long as it's a fairly reasonable request, like, you know, if you want to see um, Batman as an indigo lantern, you know, with the, the whole tribal costume, like, I'm, I'm sure that you would have plenty of artists that would be like, oh, that sounds really cool. It actually does sound cool. You know, yeah, I mean, or... <laughs> Um, <laughs> or Firestorm as a star sapphire. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, just to see, like, you know, what, what the person would come up with. But just random stuff like that, you know, it's, uh, that, that, that's definitely cool. And p plus, the sketches are one of a kind. Yep. So, you know, like, if you, if you get, like, uh, if you get, like, a sketch, you know, one of a kind sketch for somebody that, that you know, loves Green Lantern, then that's that's definitely a, a meaningful gift. That's a cool gift. Uh, especially, uh, just a quick thought here, 
if you know that they like a particular comic book particularly now this is rare that this will happen but if you could figure out who the artist of that book is and see if they're doing sketches if they'll do a commission for you it's rare but it's possible yeah obviously you're gonna have to pay more but you know it's definitely you know if they really love that particular series that particular art style obviously it's well worth it definitely and the last thing i got on my custom is something you may not expect um custom vinyl window stickers there's a a lot of sites that will do this particular kind of a thing but it's uh, almost it's almost like getting a sketch at a convention to make sure they do it right you want to make sure you'll have like a reference so if you want like a green lantern sticker and you know whatever kind of wording you know make sure you give them a picture of what kind of a green lantern symbol you want now sometimes like the bigger sites that do this will obviously have like copyright things. They can't do it. The way I got the one that I have on the back of my car, uh, it's a Green Lantern symbol and in army lettering off to the right, it says, welcome to the core. This I actually picked that up for 15 bucks. It's a huge sticker. And I actually picked it up for 15 bucks, custom made at a the Texas State Fair I went to. And someone had like this little pull around trailer. They had like a binder full of stuff and all kinds of color, uh, vinyl sheets in, in there and a custom cutter. And I, I had my Green Lantern belt buckle uh, on me and I pulled that off and I gave it to him as a reference and he cut it up for me and it was awesome. I've never been happier with something like that. Um, so maybe, maybe they'll be at a fair, maybe they'll be in an event or something that, that I would say would be the best way to do it because it's right there in front of you and you can see the, the kind of quality work they do on other things. But I can tell you, I haven't seen anybody else with a Green Lantern vinyl sticker on their window in Austin, Texas. So, you know, I, I actually, <laughs> I get recognized, you know, people will come into the, the comic book shop and I'll hear them go, who's got the Green Lantern car out there? <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, that's cool. So it's nice. So you, you know, you want to be a little unique, you know, you can always do that, you know, come up with a, you know, give them a blue lantern symbol or something, you know, whatever your, your favorite person's favorite core or favorite superhero is. That's, that's good. I hadn't even thought about that one. Now, I guess a couple other things that you can do for, for gift ideas, um, graffiti designs, they, they've been making shirts for a while now. Um, and they've been making Green Lantern type shirts for for definitely a while. You can get shirts for any core, um, any core that's out there. You can get a shirt for white, blue, green. You can get a black shirt with the symbol. You can get a blue shirt with you know the blue lantern symbol. There are so many variations that they've made now. If somebody that you know is really into a specific core and they already have one shirt, and you think maybe they would like, you know, another shirt based on that core, then all you have to do is do a couple of searches on the internet, and you will find plenty of other shirts based on that core. Different designs, you know, give them some variety. And Graffiti Designs does good work. I myself have, I have a blue shirt, a blue lantern shirt, I have a white lantern shirt, a black lantern shirt. Yeah, it's... I think I think that's it. <laughs> but uh yeah, they 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 do great work and every time you go to a con, 
you see tons and tons of people in these graffiti design lantern shirts. They they are they're huge. So, you know, you you've definitely got a lot of people that are uh, going for that as well. And they it seems like they put out new ones almost every other month. Basically. Yeah. So so yeah, like you have tons of variety. And if if the person is a Green Lantern fan, like they actually like the Green Lantern core the best, then you have the biggest selection. Because they just keep on printing shirts for Green Lanterns. Another thing that you can find in the back of the previews by the merchandise section, the Blackest Night pint glasses. Now, I don't think these have been recalled. I know that there are other glasses out there that are being recalled due to lead contamination. But I think the Blackest Night glasses are fairly safe. But uh, you can get like a a full-size pint glass with any of the the core symbols you know on the front of it and then the you know what the core stands for on the back of it it's nice you know it's it's just a simple glass if somebody that you know you know maybe doesn't have a glass set and they're like a hardcore green lantern fan you can get these glasses like you can either get like a full set of blue which which would be neat for a blue lantern fan or you can get like a full set of nine for all the different cores, or a full set of orange, yeah, that would work. Well, that would work best for gluttony, <laughs> or if you're a big fan of orange juice. <laughs> oh, that was cheesy. That was real cheesy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you know, you got that stuff. What else you got? Uh, just rattling it off. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's been out for I think almost a year, over a year now. Maybe two years. God, I don't even know. Green Lantern First Flight on DVD. Oh. That uh, it's the <laughs> first. <laughs> You're suggesting what? people get this for somebody for Christmas? Yeah, why not? Okay. Why? No, no, that's that's fine. That's... No, no, come on. Uh, you want to talk trash? Let's let's go for hey, it. Hey, no, if, if you think it, it would make a good gift, then by all means, go ahead. <laughs> Get the special edition Blu-ray or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it is something Green Lantern related that one could give as a gift, theoretically. I thought you liked this thing. It's it's okay. You know, it's okay, but with the Green Lantern movie coming out just around the corner. Yeah, but we're talking Christmas gifts. You tell me what Green Lantern stuff is on DVD. You could get the Justice League series or something, but that's expensive. You could get... Uh, all kinds of other stuff. He's super friends, but he doesn't make much of an appearance in that one. So I'm going with the only solid Green Lantern-related DVD you'll find out there right now. Well, they could get the uh, the history of DC Comics on DVD with Ryan Reynolds narrating. Uh, Green Lantern doesn't make much of an appearance in that either. Yeah, but it's it's hosted by Green Lantern. No, it's hosted by Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I agree with Jim to an extent. Uh, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it is, you know, if you really have a Green Lantern fan that hasn't seen it or something, it's it's nice to have in the collection. So, and I'm sure you could find it for like, I don't know, 20, 15, 20 bucks. I, you could probably find it on sale for 10 or less. I, I mean, like like Chad says, it's not horrible. It's not It's not really bad. It's just that... For somebody that doesn't know anything about Green Lantern, it may not be the best introductory video to watch. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it was 
it was a nice story. The the art was nice, you know, but it's just yeah, yeah. The animation was definitely good. It's just not. It's not much of a hop right in and see if you like it kind of a story. It's just like you said. It's kind of built for people who already know yeah well, stuff about Lantern. The other thing is like, I'll give credit where credit is due. The voice acting was very good. Yes. The animation was very good. The you know the styles everything like that was great the the things that it kind of lacked in was story wise it it really subtracted a lot of green lantern elements from green lantern it took out the concept of willpower you know it, it made the green lantern power battery like uh, a giant jelly bean that Hal Jordan could eat you know it, it's just it, it it's kind of it's he basically just took all the energy right into himself. He basically okay. just, like swallowed the giant jelly bean. You know, <laughs> maybe that's a strange analogy, but I'm going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving along. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I couldn't remember what my my next one was. Damn it. Okay. Well, I'll go with uh, I'll go with the standby comic books, Green Lantern comic books. Now, okay. You can, you know, if somebody that you know has been collecting Green Lantern comic books for a while, then chances are they have everything new. So you can't just go out and buy, you know, the Green Lantern issue from three months ago. That's, that's, you, you're, you're just setting yourself up for failure on that one. But what you can do is you can find out when their collection starts. And you can get them issues from before that point. Now, it's pricey, but what you can do is you can go back to, like, way back when the comic book started and get really, you know, get back issues. Like, you know, you could, you could find, like, a crappy issue of Green Lantern number 30 for a very reasonable price. Depending on how much you want to spend, you can get really, really early issues of Green Lantern, you know, on varying qualities for affordable prices and something like that you know that's that's a very very meaningful gift because chances are if somebody that you know doesn't have an old issue like that then you're giving them the oldest you know the oldest comic book that they'll own you know and at that point it doesn't even matter what the story is about it's just having a connection to the beginnings of the great phenomenon that is green lantern now, in addition to that, you know, okay, so that's that's the really old stuff. On top of that, a lot of Green Lantern fans started with the Jeff Johns run. They started with the um, Rebirth, Green Lantern Rebirth, or, you know, at any point past that. So there's actually a lot of other Green Lantern comics that came before that that are still incredibly affordable. You know, a lot of these can be found on eBay. They can be found at your local comic book shop. Uh, there's not too many trades available from that stuff, like the whole Kyle Rayner run. The Kyle Rayner run went, went from issue 50 of the third series of Green Lantern all the way up to issue 181, 183, something like that, somewhere around there. That's a lot of comics. That's a huge run of comics for this character, Kyle Rayner which a lot of people, including myself, really love. So stuff like that is, you know, very, very affordable, very easy to, to obtain. Um, I'll actually give a shout-out. 
to uh, one of our board members, John Godwin. He he goes to cons. He sells comics. He has a, an eBay store. If you search on eBay for meow-comics, you can see all of his lots up there. You can get some, some great deals on comic books. If John doesn't have what you're looking for, then I'm sure somebody else on eBay is going to have what you want. So definitely something to check out. Green Lantern comic books, always a good gift. Yep. Well, you cut, you kind of took mine. So uh, I was just going to say eBay gift card. But um, that's a good one, too. Well, yeah, you can get more than just old school comics. But uh, kind of to segue off of what you said, uh, two different things that just popped into my mind. So I'm going on going off off note here. If they already have an old issue um, that you think might be worth something, you could get it graded for them. I'm not sure what the company's name is. I've never done it myself. CGC, I believe it is. CGC? Yes. Uh, yeah, look up CGC and what they do. This is a professional grading system. They'll it's, it's like a number system, like 1 through 10. Obviously, 10 being the best. And they'll, uh, I believe it's like vacuum seal it in glass and protect the, uh, so to, to protect the comic uh, after they look at it and grade it. So if you're, if, if the person you're doing this for ever wants to sell it or, you know, whatever, that, that significantly will in some cases, significantly increases the value of the comic if it's been professionally graded. Uh, especially with the Green Lantern movie coming out, you know, some people may pay more just because they're, you know, beginning a collection, or some people might pay more just because they don't have that issue, and it means a lot for it to be graded. And the other idea that popped into my mind, since there aren't any trades, if, you're, if the person you're looking uh, for a gift for has old issues like a run you could get the issues bound for them oh. uh, basically it's make make a trade a uh, hardcover trade uh, i think they even do paperback or something as well there used to be a website librarybinding.com i'm not sure what that i think the company shut down but there is another company that does it i think library binding is still doing it Think so? Yeah, I think they closed down, but the new company that bought them decided that they were going to keep doing it. Also, okay, but there there is definitely at least one company in the United States that does this. <laughs> Essentially, what it is is you get a run of comics. Uh, you pick, you know, whatever you want in there, uh, chronological order or whatever, and you you know stack them all together. And there's a form you fill out. And you can get a you know like a hardcover in a certain color with an embossed uh, logo on it or the Green Lantern. You can put words on there. You can pick whatever you want on there. For instance, if uh, if you're picking issues 144 through uh, 150 something, that's the first appearance of Ion, uh, Kyle Rayner's Ion. That's a really good storyline. You know, you could you could, you could say like the birth of Ion or something. And if I'm not mistaken, the company that bought Library Binding has also started to do, uh, you know, how hardcovers come with like glossy paper sleeves. You can custom make a glossy paper sleeve for your 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 collected trade. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. You know, there's a lot of people even on like the comic forums, like one of the people who helps us out with this podcast, Corwin Crowell, uh, you can uh, talk to him. Um, you can get to the forums from lanterncast.com and just 
he's he's usually on there. You can find him. He can answer almost any question you've got. So uh, that's that's another good idea. Okay, now the next up is uh, something else from DC Direct. Now this one's going to be a little tricky to find because apparently it's it's somewhat in demand now. Uh, a couple of months ago, they put out a a set of light up lantern rings, the Blackest Night Spectrum uh, ring set. Um, we spoke about this a little earlier. The lights are not as bright as Kristoff's custom rings, but it's it was basically a set that came out for roughly fifty or sixty dollars, and uh, you would get one ring for each of the core. And they all lit up. And it's, it's a nice set. Now, if you are a member of the forums, then a couple of months ago, we all went in on a few sets so that people could just get the specific rings that they really wanted. And for those of you that have not been on the forums lately, we finally got those sets. And uh, check it out. Go back to the forums and see, see what's going on because those rings will actually be shipping soon. So if you did not get, you know, pre-order your set or buy your set so far, you will have to do some searching. I know some sets are actually going for a little more money on eBay now, um, which is crazy. I, I really wouldn't expect this to be, like, the kind of, like, hot item that would go up in value. But uh, I'm sure that if you go to your local comic book store, there are, are still plenty of sets to be had out there for the 50 to $60 price range. But uh, it's a it's a cool little gift. It's it's definitely a nice little set. Absolutely. Okay, this is not that unique, but uh, you could get your significant other or yourself or whatever tickets to a convention with the Green Lantern movie coming out. There's bound to be more Green Lantern related stuff <laughs> at uh, at a typical convention than there normally is. Just I can tell you, just uh, for instance, Wizard World has started doing this. Uh, well, they've been doing a conventions for a while, but uh, where I live here in Austin, Texas, we just had our first convention. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go, just various issues. But uh, they're they're branching out and going to places they haven't gone before, starting up, you know, new annual traditions and stuff like that. But you know, a convention is a unique experience. I haven't really been to one that's uh, really big. Uh, the closest I could have ever come is a free comic book day when they have artists and stuff there. But from what I understand from Jim and Dan talking about Super Show and New York Comic Con and Jason talking about San Diego Comic Con, Jason and Mindy talking about San Diego Comic Con, it is, it is definitely experience everyone needs to have. You can get free sketches, you can buy sketches, you can get a look at uh, figures before they come out, you can go to panels, you can do all kinds of stuff at a convention that you normally wouldn't get the chance to do. Jim, I guess you could say more about it since I, I haven't been to one, but it's it's definitely experience that uh, the person you're buying for or yourself would really almost assuredly enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's that's actually a great idea, and that's something that I'm sure that most of our listeners would never have even thought of giving giving the gift of a ticket to a comic convention is is really a cool cool idea like you said you can get free sketches like if you go to the if you go to like one of the bigger conventions uh san diego or new york um 
even you know some of the smaller ones. I think Heroes in Chicago, MegaCon in Florida. Yes, uh, the C two E two MegaCon. Um, any convention where Marvel or DC has a big booth, you can get free sketches because they have their talent. Like they they pay for their talent to go to the show, and the talent will then have their own table so that they can sell sketches. But it's on the condition that they go over to the main DC booth for like an hour or two over the weekend and just come up with some free sketches for people. And all you have to do is wait on the lines and you can get some really amazing sketches. I've gotten a Shane Davis Rage Cat for free. I've gotten um, a lot of sketches. <laughs> I'll just, I, I can't even remember everybody. I, I got a Cliff Chang Hal Jordan. Did you get one of my free ones? No. <laughs> no, I didn't get any of those, but I did get you the White Lantern Hal Jordan. That's badass. Is uh, in a box and waiting to go out as soon as I find a bigger box to hold everything that I have to ship to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm holding your statue ransom, man. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, well, all I need to find is a slightly bigger box, and then you're in luck. But uh, yeah, no, like convention idea, like, and, and okay, even if you wanted to not just go the free route as far as free sketches. You know, you've got sketches that you can pay for from amazing artists. You have tons of merchandise that's on sale, comics, toys. You have a lot of people that came up with their own comic book, and now they're at a comic convention selling it. So that, like, there's some really cool stories out there that you would otherwise have no idea would even exist, you know, and your only exposure is you know, by the comic convention, uh, there's, uh, not to mention celebrities, like all these, all the wizard world, you know, conventions have, you know, either some cooler, you know, new celebrities or some washed up old TV stars. Yeah. Okay. It's not always like the greatest, but I mean, it's still pretty cool to meet Adam West. Yeah. He's usually at almost everyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lou Ferrigno, I mean, if you've never seen him before, you can at least see him in person. You know, the original Incredible Hulk. But, uh, yeah, a convention, that's a great gift. That's a really good idea, Chad. Uh, and along the artist line, you know, some people have more money to spend than others. Uh, some artists, uh, specifically the ones that are actually artists for a running uh, title, will have the original page sketch from certain issues. If you want to spend money on that, you could buy the original sketch. Yeah, some some artists actually, uh, like, a lot of artists that have not, like, really hit it huge yet will have their art for, you know, pretty good prices. But, I mean, anybody that's really big name, like, you know, you can you can expect to put down a huge chunk of change for some of the bigger names. Van Skyver, Shane Davis, Ivan Reese. Yeah, yeah, they... They've got like you know some some huge, huge price tags attached to their pages. However, if you meet Joe Prado, then he's got like the original concept designs for a lot of the Blackest Night characters, and he sells them for like between fifty and a hundred dollars, which is an absolutely amazing price to get original concept art that they used like basically for the Bible of Blackest Night. That's that's pretty amazing. Uh, I would definitely seek out Joe Prado if if you are, you know, so inclined to buy Blackest Night sketches. 
if I'm not mistaken, I've seen his Black Black Lantern Kilowog. That looks freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, Joe Prado is he's he's good stuff. He's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for you? Yes, sir. Okay, then I am going to end the list with the mother of all gifts. <laughs> this is a gift that is so amazing that I treated myself to it and paid for it many, many months ago. This has been in the works for quite a while. This is the companion piece to the greatest Green Lantern thing that you can buy. And it is the Sinestro Core battery. Oh, damn. Yes. This is actually coming out, or it's set to come out, finally, about, like, three days before Christmas this year. Oh, man. So this is cutting it close, people. If you want to get this for somebody, it is cutting it close. And, I mean, if you if you do plan on getting this, order it now. Find somebody that has one and order it now and pay ahead of time. So that way, when it does come in, you assure yourself that you're getting one. How much money is it, Jim? Oh, if you buy it, if you buy it at what it's supposed to cost, you're going to spend $350. It's a lot of money. It's definitely a lot of money. No joke. But if you had bought it from DCBS or you might actually still be able to order it from them. I'm not entirely sure. But if you were able to order it from them back then, you would save more than $100. I paid $238 for the Sinestro Core power battery. God. Now, granted, it's a lot of money, but the pre-order was right around my birthday, so guess where my birthday money was going? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this thing, it's going to be mint. It's got got the, the handle in the Sinestro Core, you know, symbol. It's got the Sinestro Core symbol right on the top of the lantern. And when you raise the ring to the lantern, it's going to glow with a yellow light. I mean, now, come on. If you really, if you're really going for like, you know, the full on Green Lantern hardcore set, you got to have the Sinestro Core battery. It's so mint. And you can actually own it. Well, hopefully, according to when it's supposed to come out, hopefully you can own this for this Christmas. If you have the Green Lantern power battery. If you bought just one other power battery, it's got to be the Sinestro Core power battery, you know? Like, they'll they'll probably come out with Blue Lantern batteries and, you know, Red, Red Lantern Core batteries, and those are great. Those are going to be some awesome power battery props. But, I mean, you know, think of where it all started. It all started with the green, and then you got the yellow. You got to have the green and the yellow together. That's That's where it's at. So, and if you're like Sheldon, you can bring it to a party as an icebreaker <laughs> and pick up girls. <laughs> oh, yes. So, that's my number one gift suggestion. It's pricey, but uh come on people, it's worth it. It's the, it's a it's a power battery. It's the yellow lanterns, you know, Sinestro core all the way. <laughs> okay. The Larflees report live for the month of December. Woo-hoo. Take it away, Chad. Hey, Lantern Cast family. I'm Chad Bokelman, and welcome to the live edition of the Larflees Report. Well, uh, as live as we could get on a podcast. 
pretty much. <laughs> I, I have to make a quick quick apology to you guys. I cannot find uh, one of my issues of previews. So this is the December issue of previews, but it's like stuff that's coming out in February. Uh, so, hey, James, cue music. Brightest Day, number 19 and number 20. These two issues seem as if they're geared towards the Aquaman storyline, what with Black Manta on the cover and all. And with only six issues to go after these two issues hit stands, let's hope we get some awesome plot point surprises. There's only six issues left after February? Well, yeah, it's 26 issues. Oh, wow. Seems like it's gone by so fast. It's gone by faster than I thought, but I still wish they'd ditch some storylines like Hawkman and whatnot, (laughs) but whatever. Uh, (laughs) Green Lantern, number 63. Supposedly, this is the prologue to the War of the Green Lantern storyline. So I'm going to guess the whole Entity Collector storyline thingamajig is going to be wrapping up before this hit stands. Or maybe what Hal's doing with the other core does something to ignite the war in the first place. Hmm, speculation, speculation. We shall see. Green Lantern Core, number 57. Wow, Kyle's screwed. Uh, it's him and the Weaponer against the entire Sinestro core. But hey, with Firestorm popping in to help out, they should make quick work of the Fear Core. Right? Green Lantern, Emerald Warriors, number 7. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I I got distracted. There's snakes draped provocatively over Aresia's breasts. Not only that, but the angle of this image is like one thin line of shadow between being appropriate and way too revealing. (laughs) And cue me searching for this cover somewhere online. (laughs) It's very it's very nice. I was I was slightly too excited to see it, but you know, (laughs) I'll just move on. And Brightest Day Banner Books trudge on with just two more titles, Green Arrow, number 9, and Justice League Generation Lost, number 19 and 20. Uh, Other Green Lantern-related happenings. Action Comics, number 898, Lex Luthor versus Larflees. Oh, and Glomulus. The last time we saw anything Lantern-related on a cover of Action Comics, it turned out to be absolutely nothing. But supposedly, Larflees will for sure be in this one. Uh, they're reprinting the Fear Itself storyline into a much cheaper DC Comics Presents format. At $7.99, pick it up. It's a story that features Alan Scott, Hal Jordan, and Kyle Rayner. This story is basically them fighting the same monster over a period of uh, years. Oh, yeah. So, But they're reprinting it into the DC Comics Presents format, the basically 100-page issue. Oh, my God. That's, that's fantastic. That means... That episode that we did where we covered, you know, the whole trade, people can now get for an awesome price. Yep. Cool. Oh, something else of note. Justice League of America number 54. Yeah, supposedly this kicks off a storyline called The Rise of Eclipso. Oh, God. Maybe you want to check that out. Or (laughs) not. I mean, Robinson is still writing this uh, crap fest. Wow. Oh, my God. This cover with Aresia is insane. See that thin shadow? It's like, it's a sliver of a shadow away from revealing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> is, is it bad if she looks scared and I think she looks hot? It would be sexier if it didn't have, like, the snakes, like, going in and out of her skin. And if Guy in the car door wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just her. <laughs> okay, now I'm sounding Wait, like a creeper. Uh, now... Sorry to interrupt, but uh, this this can't be right. Apparently, with the Flash, 
It looks like Wally West is on the cover. Oh, the the Road to Flashpoint? Yeah. yeah I believe so. I, I can't... Well, there must be something wrong if Wally's in the comic, because I thought that they were basically just not dealing with that whatsoever. I don't know what they're doing with the particular storyline, but I am... I know that this... I don't know if you're picking up Flash, but the last issue of Flash that came out basically had, like, a, a panel or page or something related to what what's coming up with Flashpoint. I don't know what's going on with all that, but supposedly it's supposed to be a good storyline. I think DC's hyping it up to be the next big event, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see about that. Uh, Heroes of the DCU Blackest Night busts continue with Black Lantern Firestorm bust. Yay! Okay, it doesn't look incredible, but I'm a big Firestorm guy, so screw you. I'm getting it. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Jim? Have you seen it? Yeah, actually, it's it's okay looking. It's it's decent. You just don't want me to beat you up for saying it looks terrible. Oh well, it's you know, no, it definitely does look terrible. I, I I don't think I'm gonna be getting any of those those busts. I'm gonna get a couple. I'm definitely getting Firestorm. I'm definitely getting Larflees because he doesn't look like the shitty flat-faced Larflees that's in the current Green Lantern continuity. In case you people haven't heard me say that enough. I, I think I think everybody's heard you say that enough. <laughs> Just so you're aware. <laughs> Blackest Night, Violet Lantern, and Ring Prop Replica Set. This is another one of the $35 small power battery with ring sets you've seen around. Only, remember when we first saw the Star Sapphire battery, how it was all elongated and stuff? No, not this one. It's basically a Green Lantern battery painted violet. Yeah, that's that's just sad. I don't understand the point of that. You know, like, I, I, well, I understand, like, oh, well, let's save some money and just put out a violet version of the Green Lantern power battery, but it looks nothing like it. it. Looks nothing like the one in the comic. And considering how awesome a job that they did with the Red Lantern battery, the Sinestro Core battery, and the Green Lantern battery, it just seems like you know it's gonna fall a little flat with the violet and and also the indigo. What's up with that? Why would there be an indigo power battery? Why would there be a Black Lantern power battery? There would be a Black Lantern power battery because in Brightest Day, Firestorm took hold of the White Lantern power battery and corrupted it and turned it black. Okay, you but you didn't know that until a few issues ago, so what was your reasoning before then? Well, it would have been in perfect scale with six-inch figures to make it look like the central pa black power battery. No, you're talking about the big one. Yes. I'm talking about the little $35 ones. I guess it would be in perfect scale with a hero click. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you if you've got hero clicks gathered around a little $35, you know, power battery, well considering this actually comes with the ring inside of the of the base, that might look a little weird. <laughs> okay, you were talking earlier about the DC Dynamic statue. Yes. Ultimate Showdown Statue Series. This is a $175 set. Basically, this is various heroes facing off their against their biggest in-air bunnies, enemies. So, naturally, they have Hal Jordan versus Sinestro. Their bases are like a hexagon, so you can pose them in different ways. But there is a $175 Hal Jordan versus Sinestro set that will be coming out soon. Have you seen those? Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's it's cool looking. Yeah, I'm not sure if I really like the Hal Jordan Sinestro one. I I know I like the the Batman Joker one. Yeah, I mean it's like it's good. They're coming out with so much Green Lantern merchandise that not everything is going to be amazing all the time. But uh, no, I mean it's it's a good good stat. Yeah, like the the 
the DC Universe Online statue. Ugh. Oh, well, I have a feeling that's going to look a lot better once it's actually out because the only thing that they actually showed was like the like the 3D, you know, mock-up of it. They didn't actually show what the statue looked like. Actually, I think I think the previews issue that I lost uh, actually had the actual picture of the statue. Oh yeah, and it doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at that that giant like three piece set that they just came out with. See that I want. I mean, like that is that's insanity. That is pure insanity. You're talking about six hundred dollars in statues. It's it, it's three parts. Each part is $195. Uh, each part comes with, like, basically two characters. You know, one's got, like, uh, Guy Gardner and Jon Stewart. One other one's got Kyle Rayner and a Manhunter robot. I don't know, Hal Jordan on one. And this is just a bunch of characters all together. And each piece, come, you know, comes with a, a, a section of the Alan Scott that you build in the center of the statue. And it's just like this giant ring of Green Lanterns and total insanity. It's really cool. <laughs> Ridiculously expensive, but really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've already mentioned it, but I'm just going to say it one more time. The Larflees and St. Walker-led but little figures, get them. They're so cool looking. <laughs> okay, now I'm moving on. Marvel pick. Venom, Deadpool number one. Basically, Marvel is attempting to reboot their What If line, and this particular story is what if the alien symbiote merged with Deadpool. My curiosity is peaked. I haven't <laughs> read much Deadpool, but I love Venom, and I know enough about Deadpool to know that this is going to be one hell of a messed up story. That's awesome. Indie pick, Tales of a Hippie Kid. It just looks cool. It's a hippie kid smoking in a hot tub with two women. It's 108 pages for 15 bucks, and I'm not really sure what company puts it out. But be sure to keep the kitties away from this one because it wouldn't be true hippie form without mature themes. Pick of the week. Okay, so Disney is apparently putting out $70 busts. And I know this has nothing to do with Green Lantern, but because I love Redhead so much, I'm going to pick my very first Redhead crush. Folks ready? They're making a Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit bust. (laughs) Jessica Rabbit bust. Get it? (laughs) okay i'm done which costume is it like her her red dress costume Uh uh-huh get it jessica rabbit bust yes Ah. i got it (laughs) so stupid (laughs) i know i had to it had to be said though and if there's anybody who's who's here to say it it's me (laughs) i'll take i'll take the hit for being cheesy or whatever but it had to be said. So that's it for the Larf Release Report. Uh, and back to, well, us. <laughs> <laughs> back to us right now, right here. Well, actually, to tie the whole Larf Release Report in, every issue of previews comes with an order form. So to tie this all back into the gift set, if you think someone uh, you love or yourself would really like something in this uh, issue of previews that I mentioned... Fill out the order form, order it for him, and I don't know, tear out the page and stick it in a box and say, hey, guess what's coming to you in a couple of months? There's just one more thing that I forgot to mention during the, uh, the whole gift guide thing earlier. And that is? And that would be something that Lauren picked up for me on Black Friday. If you go to your local Kohl's, it's kind of cool. They have its uh, T-shirts in tins, you know, 
it's like you know decent price you know pretty inexpensive it co- it's a t-shirt it comes in a tin and they have a shirt that's dedicated to blackest night it's got like you know a bunch of the heroes uh green lantern um black lantern batman and a bunch of other craziness going on just uh a nice little you know shirt at a mass massive retailer just throwing that out there yeah, I think almost every big retailer now has at least something Green Lantern related. I know that Walmart is selling Green Lantern hats, at least the ones in my area. I think I might have seen a couple of shirts. I, I have uh, another Green Lantern shirt from Kohl's. It's like a like a green shirt with like the Green Lantern symbol in like the circle, kind of distressed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love that shirt. It's a great shirt. One thing we forgot to mention, although we prob- neither of us probably know anything about it detail-wise, but a while back, someone, I think maybe Corwin or someone, posted something on the forums as a Green Lantern leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably not out till next year, though. But it looks freaking cool. <laughs> that so. would be a good gift. Oh! Oh, wait, and the Green Lantern shoes from Journeys. Oh, yes, the Converse shoes. Yes, the Chuck Taylor All-Stars. With the Green Lantern design. I got my pair. Oh, I am very jealous because I wear a size 15 and cannot fit into those shoes. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up, Ch- Chad. My name's not Chuck. I said Ch- Chad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one of those things where I go to say something and I realize I didn't take enough breath to say the whole thing. Chad. <laughs> it's a one-syllable name, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the duh sound, it, it takes a little extra. <laughs> it's like the epitome of laziness, man. <laughs> I can't even bother to say the, the D. From now on, I'm just going to call you Ch- <laughs> That's going to make podcasting very awkward. Chuboke. <laughs> Are we going to just ditch the, the other Larflees report or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, November is just not happening now. Seeing as how we're practically out of November. Well, if you folks want to figure out what's going on with November, uh, I think previewsworld.com might show you a couple of things. Or just go to your local comic shop and it'll probably be on the shelf. <laughs> or go to the Larflees report on the Facebook page and... Uh, Ask Chad directly. That is true. You could also do that. There you go. So uh, Thanksgiving just passed. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, it's, it was unique for me. My uh, my parents divorced a few years back. Uh, a little on the downside, but you know it needed to be done. But uh, so I ended up spending Thanksgiving with my sister's boyfriend's family. Uh, at least uh, I may not get to spend time with my my mom and my dad individually or whatever, but uh, or as a group. But at least I got to hang out with my sister and uh, you know her boyfriend's family is really cool, nice group. It was actually funny. It was really awkward to be in such a big group because inevitably there is at least you know three or four girls my age, and uh, all of them were very attractive. <laughs> so. It's awkward to be sitting at a, at a Thanksgiving table or talking with uh, with people and realizing that I'm kind of hitting on my what may be very well be my future in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
Yeah, it was kind of awkward, but at the same time, it was kind of cool to have a new experience. Uh, it was really nice that my Thanksgiving actually, it being Texas, it started off at like 70, almost 80 degrees. And then within five minutes, a cold front whipped through and it dropped down to like the 40s. <laughs> so it was it was a nice little, I guess, kind of a Thanksgiving miracle, if you will. So <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, I had a great one, actually. Uh, I got to see my parents and uh, my brother's early in the day and then uh, we went over lauren's parents house we we have to alternate holidays so this year her parents got thanksgiving and uh my parents will get christmas so you know we went over to her parents house got to hang out with her family i like her family they're they're all pretty cool so we always have fun so you get along with your in-laws yeah yeah no i i kind of lucked out actually (laughs) I hear I hear stories that that people tell about their in-laws and uh, and now I I'm like I said definitely very lucky yeah you know we we hung out there for a little bit came home relaxed and then uh, took a took a short little nap and then woke up again for Black Friday <laughs> oh God <laughs> yeah. we did like marathon shopping we were we were out for literally eight hours shopping at different stores did some got some awesome deals so. So basically, Chad, what what I uh, what I'm curious about is, since it was just Thanksgiving, what what are you thankful for? Lately, I've been feeling a little a little uh, pessimistic, I guess. But uh, if I'm going to take a good, honest look, I'm I'm thankful for, uh, even though my family is a little split up, that they still, you know, when it comes to my sister and I, try and maintain a. A healthy relationship so I'm, I'm glad that they can work past it when it comes to us I'm, I'm thankful for as cheesy as it sounds I'm thankful for the Larflees report because or the Larflees report <laughs> <laughs> James leave that in and I know it makes me look like an ass but still leave it in <laughs> I'm thankful for the lantern cast because without it uh, you know I wouldn't have had the a little form family I really don't have many people to talk to about comics and whatnot. It's a little uh, section of my life that people either have no idea what you're talking about, or even if they do, they look at you weird. Uh, When I try and start a conversation in the comic shop, I almost feel like I'm intruding sometimes. So it's nice to, it's nice to, to just chill with uh, people on the forums. And then especially being invited onto the lantern cast to co-host an installment and then do a, you know, Larfley's report and, you know, this episode here and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, it's a nice outlet for me to share my comic passion. And I'm also thankful that when you least expect it, the uh, opportunities arise. For instance, the the TV show uh, pilot I've been presented with, you know, maybe something will come from it, maybe not. But uh, at the very least, I can say that I've, I tried and uh, it's a nice opportunity I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I'm thankful for my buddy, Matt, who, uh, who gave me that chance or is giving me that chance. And, you know, I'm not too much of a religious person, at least not as much as I I used to be, but I'm thankful. I'm enough of a religious person to say, uh, I'm thankful uh, that God has given me the the talents he chose to give me and the passion for the certain things in my life that I'm passionate about. Very cool. And uh, hopefully in the future, You'll be thankful for the success of the TV show. 
<laughs> I hope so. I could really use some financial stability. I'm not going to try and harp on it any more than that, but I, I could really use some of that. <laughs> what are you thankful for, Jim? Yeah, for me, let's see. Well, I'm thankful that uh, I have a wife. Um, I got married with, you know, after the last Thanksgiving. So that's, you know, in the past year, I'm, I'm thankful that I got married. Uh, I'm thankful for, for Daisy, our, our dog, kind of not, not, not so much completing our family, but making our family more whole. You know, we, we definitely want to have kids. So, you know, that's, that's when our family will be complete. I, I'm, I'm definitely thankful for, for my family. I'm thankful for James who, who edits all these podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> like I I've said it to numerous people numerous times that th- this podcast would, would not be at the level that it's at right now without the help of James, you know, with, with Dan having to step back and, uh, focus on his, his things that he has to focus on. Th- there was absolutely no way that I could have just done everything without the help of James. So, so I'm definitely thankful that, that he decided to help out with the podcast. I become part of it. I'm thankful for everybody that, helps out with the podcast i'm thankful for all of our listeners the the family that that is on the forums is absolutely amazing you know anybody that listens to us is just it's it's so fantastic whenever we hear people you know say it's like you know it's like hey guys great show you know i i just started listening and now i'm plowing through all the episodes you know when, when we hear that like that's so cool that's like you know such a neat thing to hear that apparently we we put out something that somebody enjoys so much that they just want to listen to everything that's that's really 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 cool you know when when this podcast started it was it was because there was no other green lantern podcast and we just passed the 2 year mark so you know it's i i can't even it it's difficult to imagine not doing the green lantern you know podcast that that we do just because like you said it's it's difficult to find an outlet you know to talk about comics you know you you have comic book shops but like you say like there's a lot of comic book shops out there where it's kind of like like a club and unless you're willing to spend hours there you know getting to know everybody and take part in conversations then you do kind of feel like you're intruding. And, and so when you have the forum and the podcast, it's, it's a lot more open. You know, anybody can join the forum. Anybody can join our Facebook page. We encourage it. We love people, you know, becoming part of the group, but uh, yeah, I'm thankful for all of that. It's just, it, it, the, the podcast is, it, it, it's become so much, you know, greater than, than what I even had hoped in the very beginning. Thank you to all of our listeners for, for, you know, making that possible. Yeah. Thanks to all the listeners. I mean, I, I feel weird saying thanks to all the listeners because I used to be a listener. I mean, still am a listener, <laughs> but I, I honestly never would have thought that I would be part of a podcast about a comic book character, let alone one of my favorites. So it's, it's, it's a crazy ride and we're thankful for how far we've gotten and uh, hopefully Hopefully there's a lot more to come. You know, we we put up a thread on the forum like around the beginning of the year. What do you want to hear in like the year 2010? And 
then Blackest Night happened, or, you know, Blackest Night was in the process of happening, and there was just so much stuff to cover for that, that I think maybe we got through, like, you know, one of the things that somebody wanted to hear. <laughs> it's like 30 other, you know, you know, perfectly awesome topics for, for episodes that we just never have gotten to. So and that's part of, that's part of the reason we did the, uh, Elseworlds yes. installment, right? Yes. Uh, because there was, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine any way of other getting to do the Elseworlds titles other than having like a, a clear imprint for it. Brightest day still finishing up and then war of the green lanterns. We're, we're on a, a a roll that's not going to stop for a while, so yes, we'll try as best as we can. But but uh, yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, James. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Jason. Thank you to all of our listeners. And uh, yeah, here's to another two years easy, and then many more after that. I agree. Okay, gonna close out the show now. If you want to get in touch with us lanterncast at gmail.com or any of our names at lanterncast.com so you got jim james dan chad jason i think that's all of us at lanterncast.com our website is lanterncast.com you can find links to our forum links to our facebook page a bunch of other cool things galleries and other information and stuff all of our episodes are there for download, as well as if you do a search on iTunes for Lantern Cast, you can find us there too. Uh, we have a voicemail that actually works right now. 206-202-1159. That's 206-202-1159. And leave voicemails? Yeah, please. We actually have a few voicemails that uh, we have to get to. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to them yet, but it's nice to be receiving voicemails again, I have to say. So, yeah, Facebook page, the forum, I think that's everything. Yep. Oh, and if you're going to download us from iTunes, if you got a minute, please uh, leave a review. Awesome. Yes, that would be really cool. Oh, and like I, I just mentioned our Facebook page. Go join up our with our Facebook page. It's uh, It takes two seconds. As long as you have a Facebook page uh, yourself, then uh, you just have to like us. I think we're we're just over the... Or yeah, we're we're just over the 225 mark, so it would be awesome if we could reach the 250 mark. That's that's the new goal. And the Larflees report has a fan page on Facebook, and uh, I think I'm just over the five mark. <laughs> the new goal is ten. <laughs> Obviously, if there are more people who would like it, I'll probably do a much better job of keeping up with it. So. <laughs> Well, you have to do a much better job of keeping up with it for people to like it. This, well, whatever. <laughs> it's a vicious circle. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be keeping, uh, keeping up with the Larflees report better. I, I've personal issues lately, so I'll uh, be, uh, uh, whatever. I'll, I'll be keeping up with it uh, as best as I can. Uh, coming up pretty soon. So, awesome. Okay. And uh, I guess that's going to do it for us. Uh, Good night, everybody. Thanks, Chad, for coming on. Thank you. Good night. Good night.